It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. One out and no one on for Jose Altuve, second baseman, eighth in the AO, the 304 average, 363 on base percentage. A career-high 27 homers, 66 RBIs for Altuve. He's 9 for 22 off of Duffy. That's a 409 average. First pitch, and that's hit high in the air and deep to left field, and you can kiss that one goodbye. Into the fountains, Jose Altuve with his 28th of the year. One nothing Astros. Altuve continues to increase his career high in homers. 28 of them missed about six weeks this season as well. Most of the Astros fans are parked for this game down the third base line. See a sea of orange that way. Here's the 0-1. Cole delivers. And that one's clubbed to right center. Backing up on it is Springer. And it's caught by George. you got to be kidding me. Runner Dozier was taking off, and they're going to double him up at first base on an impossible catch by George Springer. And Dozier looking at his third base coach saying, did he catch that? He did. George Springer with a double play, one of the best catches we've seen this year. Astros coming in today, two games back of the Yankees for the best record. There is strike three called. Gordon drops his bat. He's not happy. Ten strikeouts for Cole. There's two away. What's new? Garrett Cole with double-figure strikeouts. 291 Ks on the year. Six straight start in double figures with the Ks. And the 18th time he's done it this year. This is his 30th start. Unbelievable. Here's a 2-0. And Springer drills it deep to left field. And you can't kiss it. Goodbye. A three-run jack for Springer. And the Astros lead 4-1. He got that one into the fountain. What a blast for Springer. His 35th homer of the year. Well, he's a game changer, George Springer. Final line for Garrett Cole, eight innings pitch, four hits. He gave up one run. It was unearned. Two walks, 11 strikeouts. Now ERA down to 2.62 on the season. What a game. A chance to set an Astros record with his 13th consecutive winning decision should the Astros hold on here. Osuna, 148 career saves. He has a chance to become the youngest player in Major League history to get to 150 saves. He's only 24. Doesn't turn 25 until February. 2-2. And that is on the inside corner for strike three. Frozen with the breaking ball, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros end a three-game skid and take the first game of this series in Kansas City, winning by a final of 4-1. to one. George Springer, the big go-ahead three-run home run in the top of the ninth. Are you getting sick of this? No, not really. 300 wins the last three years for the Astros regular season. That's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. All right, George Springer, three-run homer in the ninth inning to give the Astros the, the lead and the win. For that, he's player of the game. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. 
For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS. Greetings from Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City, Missouri, where today the Houston Astros play the second game of a three-game series against the Kansas City Royals. Astros took the series opener yesterday 4-1. to one. George Springer go-ahead three-run home run in the top of the ninth as Garrett Cole allowed just an unearned run over eight innings, striking out 11. Astros ended a three-game skid while the Royals ended a two-game one streak. Astros 96-53. and 53. That's first in the AL West, seven and a half games ahead of Oakland. Seven is the magic number to clinch a division. Royals 55-93. and 93. They're fourth in the AL Central, 35 games behind Minnesota. It's time now for today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Astros will send former Royal Zach Greinke to the mound against his old team today. Greinke's been very good since coming over to the Astros, but curiously has made four starts against Kansas City since leaving the Royals and hasn't his team hasn't won any of them. Yeah, you know, if he, if he beats the Royals, he, he will have beaten all 30 teams in the major leagues if he can get that done today. And it's not like he hasn't pitched well against the Royals in those four games. His team's only combined for seven runs total in those games. So sometimes the wins loss, losses are, are fickle, as we well know. Uh, he's been good. The, the last game, six scoreless against uh, the Oakland A's. Only gave up two hits in that ball game. Uh, he's 5-1 and one since the trade coming over. Uh, just expect more of the same. Somebody who likes to control both sides of the plate, chain speeds, uh, get that punch out, that big punch out when he needs it. And that's what Gra- Zach Greinke gives you. Meanwhile, it's left-hander Mike Montgomery on the mound for Kansas City. He was originally a Royals draft pick and was most recently with the Cubs. Royals acquired him in a trade with the Cubs back in mid-July. He was working out of the bullpen there, but 10 starts since coming over to the Royals, a 4.290 ERA. Yeah, so those first few starts, Robert, he, he was just getting getting his pitch count back up, working his way back uh, into starter form. And since then, uh, he was their best pitcher in the month of August. Uh, the cut fastball has been really good. The curveball's been spotty. Uh, so the Astros probably looking for maybe a hanging breaking ball or two from Mike Montgomery, a tall left-handed pitcher who's got some leverage and some height uh, on those pitches. So uh, I, I, I would imagine the game plan is, is because the cut fastball has been good, look out over the play. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, last night's game, a really good ball game. Uh, uh, Well-pitched ball game on, on both sides for the most part. And it really came down to one big swing by George Springer hitting that three-run home run uh, to, to get the Astros a victory. But even before that, we saw both teams really flashing the leather. Yeah. And, and this is a Royals team. You know, you look at their record, and obviously they've had their struggles. But they are a pretty good team defensively, better than I, I think a lot of people would realize. Very skilled. I mean, a lot of talent, a lot of tools. When you look at this Kansas City Royal team, the guy that jumps off the page for me is Alberto Mondesi, their shortstop, who can do everything. And uh, I think in a couple years we're going to be talking about him as being one of the better players in the league. Uh, but they've got them all around. Hunter Dozier at third base, so Lair's having a breakout year. Uh, so they've got a lot of talent, certainly not playing for anything right now, so they've got nothing to lose. Coming up next, we'll go into the coach's corner, as we'll hear from Astros hitting coach Alex Cintron, and a little later we'll hear from Astros television broadcaster Jeff Blum. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that good into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford box? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. 
Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Alex Centrone, Astros hitting coach, and uh, the Astros getting a, a big home run last night from, from George Springer. Uh, and when you look at George and, and just kind of his evolution as a hitter, it just seems like he's just gotten better and better. You used to see a lot of lot more out-of-control swings, but it seems like he's, he's a lot more under control, especially with two strikes. Have you, have you noticed that as well? Yeah, yeah. He's been working really hard the whole year. You know, he's been you know grinder every day in the cage you know have a great routine you know michael Brantley has helped him a lot taking it to the to the cages and yeah he's having a good approach and sometimes like yesterday for example he got four three strikeouts and came out you know got a fastball and hit it out you know be, be able to control his emotion he's a bad don't get frustrated when you go for four with three strikeouts um you think probably the guys just you know frustrated for the whole game but he came out big for us so yeah he's controlling the strike zone controlling his emotion controlling himself it's been really good for him uh, the whole year you talk about Springer developing that routine and that's always important for for every player but it but it's but it's different for every hitter right yeah everybody's different like Michael have a great routine you know coming to the cave before the game before the game so they hit like three times before the game starts it's really good important for them to get that routine going and you know, we talk about approach, and we talk about mechanics, and we talk a little bit about, you know, about everything, you know, numbers, how the guy's going to, you know, preach to you that day, and, you know, all those kind of things. It's important to come to the cage because it's a lot to, to do over there, you know, and that's really good for them to take them back to the games. Now you talk about guys getting work in the cage before games. Uh, obviously, a lot of swings for, for a lot of guys. Are there times as a hitting coach when you you see a guy swing and you're thinking, all right, he's where he needs to be, and maybe you even tell him, all right, you need you need to get out of here. Your swing your swing's right where it needs to be right now. Yeah, we tell them, and sometimes they know it. And you know, we say your swing is right, your swing is working today. Just be short and quick. You know, just just to get loose and get your swing. You know, some some routines and some and some reps, and that's it. You know, that's all they do. Sometimes they don't have to go outside and hit. They just go to the cage and, and do what they need to do. You know, hit off the machine a little bit, and, and they're done. They recognize their bodies. They know if they're tired or they need to do more swings or not. And you know, that's gonna kind of Jose does a lot when Jose doing well. He just take a couple of swings only. And he doesn't hit on the field, and he just kind of rest. Julie does do as well. You know, and George, he's been he's been hitting more outside than, than mm-hmm. usual. And he said he was going to slow down a little bit, but he kept doing it outside. But it's working for him. You know, he got 35 homers, I think, best in his career. So we're excited. We're happy that it's happening in, in this year. Alex Bregman, you look at what he's done really since the beginning of August. I was hitting 259 going into the month of August. I know he talked about how he wasn't hitting as many doubles, as many extra base hits as he would like. But the the last month and a half, we, we've seen the average really climb up, and we've seen the the power increase as well. What's been different for Bregman? I think Bregg is, you know, we're talking about one of the top candidates to be MVP this year. Bregg is somebody well, he worked so hard. Um, I think he's always looking for get better. And you know, you're always in, in, in the video, in the video watching his swings in the cage. And he's he's a guy who grinds every day. He's he works really hard. He's a baseball guy. And you know, he's been working that. I think he he recognized that you know, his swings. You know, all the all the mechanic change that he had from last year to this year. You know, you got to think about he got surgery and mm-hmm. the routine affect him a little bit. So um, he got kind of behind a little bit. But you know, he he's gonna find a way. Um, to find his swing he did and you know what he's doing he's almost 300 it's about hopefully he can hit 40 homers and 
you know, he's going to have an MVP season. So, you know, Alex Bregman studied the game. And I think, you know, he realized that when things not going well, um, like when he wants to be, he works really, really hard to get to that point. So that's what he's been doing since since August, working really hard, watching video for last year, watching video when he's good, and taking him back to, to, to the game. You know, I think in the beginning, he lost that a little bit, and you start thinking about what I'm doing, what I'm doing, what I'm doing, and, and nothing feels right. And then when you do that click, it's game on. Kyle Tucker, one for four last night, but didn't tell the whole story. I think the, the single was the, the ball he... He didn't hit as hard as the as the three outs that he made. What are the differences you've seen in Kyle Tucker this year compared to when he was up last year? I th- we told that. I told that yesterday. I say, you know, that's baseball. You see how crazy he does. Yeah. Hardest ball is out, and he had a softer, he got a single. So that's the way he is swinging really well. I think. I think he matured a little bit more. You know, he's mm-hmm. more mature, more less pressure. I think last year expectation would be when they call him out. This is the guy. This is the guy. In July, probably he pressured a lot, trying to impress everybody, trying to do really well. Now, you know, he got a great year in AAA. You know, Coming September, trying to help the team. He knows we has guys out there that have been here for the whole year, so I think he's more relaxed. He's, he's getting the opportunity and, and, and just getting better at bats. And when he lay, lay out some pitches, you know, he get pitches he can handle and hit. It's going to be really good. I think he's, I think for me, he's more relaxed and more mature and know that, you know, he don't need to try to do too much in this team and just being, being Kyle Tucker. Alex Cintron, just being Alex Cintron, Astros hitting coach doing a great job. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Back with more of Astro Launch right after this. Big drives, dramatic putts, and great fun with friends. Tickets for the 2019 Houston Open are on sale now. Ticket options for this year's event held at the Golf Club of Houston on October 7th through 13th include daily general admission tickets, week-long tickets, and premium ticket packages. Make your plans now to take part in one of the PGA Tour's premier events. Visit HoustonOpenGolf.com to find tickets and all the info on this year's event. Come for the golf. Stay for the party. Welcome back to Astro Launch before the second game of this three-game series with the Kansas City Royals and I'm with Jeff Blum, the uh, award-winning TV analyst. What award did you win? You win every award, don't you? Uh, no. Do you guys get nominated for that stuff? No, it costs too much money. Does it? What do you mean that costs too much? You gotta money? pay money to win an Emmy. Oh, you do? Yeah, and there's no way they're gonna foot that bill. <laughs> I don't know that. I'm censored. Okay, so the big game yesterday with with George Springer coming up in the ninth inning. What does it take for a player who struck out his three previous times to go up there and forget about what happened earlier in the game and go out there and put a swing on it like George? Well, first of all, you've got to have the, the knowledge of your ability, and I think that George has a pretty good idea that he always has an opportunity to have an impact on a ball game no matter what he's done previously or post. Uh, but it was an interesting situation for me just considering what time they got in. It was a late night. Yeah. Guys were struggling a little bit. Garrett Cole was out there absolutely shoving and doing what he normally does. Well, he got to come early. Yeah. Well, it, that's the advantage of being a pitcher again. <laughs> you, you, you can work on your golf swing and you're going to show up before the team and not have to make these late night flights. But, uh, you know, the situation created itself in the typical Astro way with a walk, a base hit. So there was traffic out there. And then uh, you put stress on the stress on the pitcher, and I think once he got to a 2-0 count, you kind of saw him take that deep breath and relax a little bit. And yeah. that's where, as a professional hitter, and if you're going to stick around in this game a little bit, you need to learn how to calm your nerves and slow the heartbeat and realize the situation and take advantage of it. And knowing that the guy that he was facing didn't have an overpowering fastball, mm. had mediocre uh, secondary stuff, I think that George really realized that he had an opportunity with a good fastball to be able to get the barrel out on it. And it just so happened that he might have been looking on that outside third, but that two-seam uh, tail back over the middle part of the play right yeah. into his swing, and he absolutely destroyed it. And the key, too, don't miss it. 
Yeah, you can't miss it. And he missed some earlier in the ball yes, game. So that's why right. what was so impressive about it. But um, so much better now these days, I think, George. Oh. This is his best year. Uh, the two-strike approach, cutting down on the swing a little bit, knowing that he doesn't have to hit it 500 mm-hmm. feet, that 400 feet's fine, He right? still can. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is that he's so strong that uh, I think when he first showed up on the scene and when we first started seeing him, he was having a tough time with the center cut fastball because he was taking these behemoth swings yeah. trying to hit it 600 feet. Um, all that's doing is proving that you can hit the ball far. It's not proving that you're a good baseball player. And I think he understood that uh, he is a good ball player, and he did tone down the swing. So, the, you know, the leg kick got a little bit shorter. The uh, stride length got a little bit shorter. He doesn't need much of a load, but he really simplified a powerful swing and understanding how strong physically he actually is, that he doesn't need to do much to generate bat speed and power. You and I were commenting on Kyle Tucker, the swings that he was taking last yeah. night looked more efficient more than anything. What, what do you think? They were more efficient and they were more disciplined for me. You yeah. know, uh, back on that last homestand, he had a good homestand, but he was swinging at pitches early, and that word's going to spread, spread f- pretty fast quickly as far as information. Okay. And it looked like he was a little more patient. But uh, what I loved is that in his first at bat, got a little quick on an off speed pitch and kind of hooked it down the right field line, just barely fouled. It was yeah. a good swing. But later in the at-bat, he really slowed things down and took some of the pitches away and went the other way with authority. And that's where you start to see, you know, uh, flashes of brilliance or the the glimpse of greatness that is in that swing for Kyle Tucker because the swing's going to be good. It's just a matter of the mentality and adjusting to what they're doing here at the big league level to him. Hey, we play these little juvenile games talking about who's going to make the playoff roster. AJ hates to talk about it. He does. He he doesn't want to. It's a tough call, man. He doesn't want to tip his hand or anything like that or jump the gun. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or as he says, off air, uh, you know, he he says fool's gold sometimes. Some guys flash brilliance and uh, sometimes they're really not in there because they're inexperienced. Mm -hmm. But Brian Abreu. Oh, man. So we're seeing Brian Abreu out there a couple of times. And it's not just the fact that he's had nice, clean innings. It's the fact the way he's doing it and the mm-hmm. sharpness of his break pitches, things like that. What do you think? Um, I think it's it's incredibly, and it's still one of my uh, ex-cohorts uh, lines, it's very intriguing. Yeah. Um, it, he's appealing because he's, he's large. He's an imposing figure, I feel like, on the mound. He gets up there, and he's intimidating with how fast he can throw the baseball. So he's got the velocity that can play well in the playoffs. Hey, about this time last year, we were saying the same thing about Josh James, right? And we do have an example of previously what these guys can do when they they burst onto the scene a little bit. But what I love is you want to see guys make in-game adjustments. And Brian Abreu is one of those guys that comes out throwing 96 to 98 miles an hour and he'll miss wildly with one pitch and then all of a sudden the next pitch will be the same fastball dotted on the outside corner that's what's appealing to me yeah but does it scare you that his minor league numbers don't show the the amount of strikeouts that he should have had in the minor leagues a little bit but i mean you know what is that is that because he's he's wild in the zone or is that because minor league hitters are swinging at the first pitch knowing that he has 97 in the in the tank and he also has a power slider yeah maybe. you know are they trying to be aggressive early you know who knows if maybe as a starter too he's just kind of taking a little it more easy. efficient yeah just trying to coast a little bit mm-hmm. instead of airing it out like he does that could be and i mean that's a talk that aj and strom are going to have to have with him yeah. and, you know if we decide to put you in that one inning role go out there and just let it eat Last thing, Zach Grinke's pitching today. Uh, Blummer, what have you seen from him? His last game against Oakland probably his best? Yes. The two outings I saw against uh, the Oakland A's were very good for him. And what I love, too, is it was kind of a different guy each time. You know, this Grinke's not one of those guys that says, I, I announced my presence with authority with 98 like a Verlander or Cole. Right. You know, he's got to go out there and kind of massage the zone a little bit, see what's working with him. 
And then he also, he does a great job for me adjusting to the situation or adjusting to the ball club. He watched those three games in that uh, road trip against Oakland and saw off speed getting hit hard. And even though he's a 90 to 92 guy with a, a hard changeup, so to speak, he, he attacked the Oakland A's that first time in Oakland with the fastball and did a great job. Then he came here in uh, Minute Maid Park and I saw him go out there, establish the fastball, but the slider looked really good. So yeah. it's kind of fun to watch him go out there and kind of manipulate the other team and, and see what they're doing, adjust to them. And then he has four plus pitches that he can go out there and attack those guys with. That's Jeff Blum. Blummer, thanks for catching up. Always Sparky. Back with more Astro Lunch right after this. Astros fans, whether you're enjoying the game at your favorite sports bar or at Minute Maid Park, please make sure you plan ahead for a safe ride home. From your friends at Silver Eagle Distributors Houston and Budweiser. Welcome back. Let's take a look around Major League Baseball. This team's race for the pennant brought to you by Apache. Apache Corp. Exploring what's possible. Well, the Indians and Twins were rained out yesterday, so they're playing a doubleheader today. Twins won the first game 2 to nothing over Cleveland. That's that's in Cleveland. And uh, now a four-and-a-half game lead in the division. And you know, it's been interesting. It seems like whenever the Indians make a surge, the Twins are able to respond. And uh, both teams, as Twins especially, really banged up right now. And uh, both with a chance to get into the postseason. And uh, the Indians are fighting for that wild card spot as well. They are. And I thought they had the advantage in this doubleheader today. I thought they'd probably win the doubleheader both games because they had an off day before the rainout yesterday. Mm-hmm. So they had more of their relievers on hand to go out there more fresh. Uh, but Minnesota did it. I mean, they, they pitched very well. Uh, they're going to have to cover a whole lot of innings out of their bullpen uh, for these two games, both teams. So it's going to wreck them for a little bit. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch that as it goes down the stretch with about a couple of weeks left in the regular season. Bring the family and friends out to Astros games on Tuesdays for baseball and hot dogs. Have as many as you can handle. They're only a dollar. Come take it back with the Astros. You're at a Always just a buck every Tuesday home game. Dollar Dogs, presented by Nolan Ryan B. Get your tickets now at astros.com slash dollar dogs. It's a very 